This is the Manips and Sips podcast show, featuring two fellowship-trained, board-certified orthopedic and sports physical therapists. Join us as we talk all things physical therapy, manual therapy, performance, business, education, research, and of course, Sips. Hey everyone, this is the Nips and Sips podcast show featuring me. I'm Dr. Jeremy Boyd and my usual partner in crime over there, Dr. Brandon Cruz. Today we're going to do something a little bit different and we're going to discuss the uh, our most awkward moments uh, as a clinician or treating in physical therapy. Uh, we all come across a couple of these unfortunate moments, uh, but feel like we uh, should talk, have a laugh about them and uh, see how it goes. But Brandon, before we get into it, how's it going? Going well. Yeah, today, uh, today's short episode and we want to switch it up, um, you know, just make it a little humorous, especially in lieu of uh, my grand opening today. We're doing the grand opening of the Hoboken office. So uh, things are a little busy and chaotic, but we wanted to get uh, an episode in uh, as well. So we thought this would be a nice little twist and spin on it. All right. Who's going to who's going to take us out there? Uh, yeah. um, well, I'll say this. I have coffee oh, yeah. today. I don't even have a, a, a real drink. Um, so I'm drinking coffee. I have a cool That's mug, nice. I guess. It's my Colorado mug that I got when I was in uh, in Denver doing my uh, fellowship at Regis. That's uh, that's my story for today. What about uh, you? So I'm also drinking coffee uh, from uh, at least it's a coffee cup from a brewery. So at least sticking on theme that's Arrowwood Brewery. You got the triangle too. I even have stocks from that. From this brewery not because i'm addicted to triangles for trifecta but i was going up there for a wedding and i forgot black socks and they just so happen to have socks so they're actually my favorite socks but um up in uh new Paltz, if anyone wants to go there excellent brewery hands down ambiance beer was top of the nines um but uh yeah today's a coffee day it's a little early got a lot of stuff on the plate to do so exactly um i'll, I'll go i'll go off with uh with the most embarrassing moment. Um, I, I'm sure we all have a few. This one just mm-hmm. sticks out the most. And maybe we'll talk about, you know, a couple second and third ones. Um, this one happened actually at my first job. I was maybe, you know, a, a year out. Um, my uh, my aide at the time, Marta, who's actually now works for me at my company now. She's gone through and finished, you know, PT school and things like that. At the time, she was an aide in undergrad. And she asked me to treat her sister. Her sister, uh, you know, was a D1 volleyball player at the time. Now she plays professionally overseas. Uh, she comes in. Um, we're working on her hip, things like that. At this point in time in my career, I, I dressed up to work. I, I wore a button down I wore or a polo, usually a button down with dress pants, you know, dress shoes, you know, try to look sharp and professional, really carry that, that doctor title, um, things like that. <clears throat> so... She comes in, I'm demonstrating a, a squat for her uh, or something along those lines. And I had uh, these brown dress pants on and halfway down in my squat, they just rip right on the seam, literally from crack all the way to front. And just <laughs> hear speaking like, <laughs> um, you know, Martin and I look at each other. Martin's like, did, did what just happened? Did I think what just happened happened? I was like, yeah, like no word set. We just, you know, all just looked at each other. Her sister had no idea kind of what was going on. And she's like, wow, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I just drew uh, my pants. <laughs> right. So I turn around. It's just, you know, my boxer briefs are just kind of hanging out. Well, and, what, uh, t- what color, what type of boxer briefs are we dude, telling? Were they, tell me they were like a bright color that everybody can see. 
No, nah, I don't know. Red or black, probably. Uh, I, I can't remember the details of that. I just remember I had brown pants on. Um, maybe if you ask Marta, she might remember. I don't know. Uh, I was also obviously very kind of embarrassed. You know, I uh, got my <laughs> coworker there, you know, gym full of clients, and then my actual client who I'm working on. And uh, I, I met for the first time, too. It's not like I had a rapport uh, with her at this time. Oh, this so is the initial awkward. eval? Yeah. Initial eval. <laughs> That's yeah. even better. So uh, I go in the back and we have clinic shorts that, you know, we give to, to patients. So I put them on and they're like ultra small. We're talking like 1980s basketball small. So I put them on literally my, I think my box of beers are kind of hanging out the bottom Ooh, and I'm like treating the rest of the day in these shorts and I have dress shoes on and dress socks on. Oh. And I'm just, that's just me for the rest of the rest of the clinic, just <laughs> rocking that. Uh, it was also the winter time, so I remember being a little, little ashier than I would have liked to have been. Um, so yeah, it just it wasn't a good look, man. Uh, I, I don't know if we have a picture of that. I should ask to see if we have a picture and post that up or something. But yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. We'll make that the profile picture of uh, the nips and sips. Yeah, the logo. We'll uh, that's happened to me twice or three times in my my career. Now I finally learned in new shorts or athletic pants. But one time it happened with. Tom, who's been on the show, and uh, luckily I was wearing like black boxers. I even tried to make it work, and he's just like, "Why don't you go home, there, son?" <laughs> and like, At least you got to go home. <laughs> yeah, so my my apartment was very close to the clinic, and he's like, "I'll watch your patient." He's like, "Why don't you go home and put some put some new pants on?" So, thanks, Tom, uh, for because I was, it was like had to be middle of the day. It was I still had a big chunk of my day left, but um, yeah. Yeah, shout out to my mentor there for looking out for my uh, my pride as well as my clinical uh, skills there. But um, all right, I'll, I'll I'll go with one. I mean, we have, I have a couple. I just naturally get into awkward moments, I guess, especially when I was a student. But um, uh, when I was in inpatient rehab for uh, as a student, um, I, I always I just had the bad luck of every time you know, they would wheel the patients in on their wheelchairs or transport or bringing them and them. And I'd always, my patients were always in the bathroom or doing something. So I'd always have to wait for them. And then my, uh, instructor, uh, Wendy, uh, she was just like, you know what you helping them go to the bathroom or anything like that, that counts as a unit. It's a functional activity of sorts. So she's like, why don't you go get them? And if they need to go to the bathroom, just help them out. And, uh, I had this one patient, great guy. He had a cabbage from what I remember. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he had the exact, you know, the old guy on, um, on a uh, family guy who likes Peter, uh, not Peter. Uh, like, yeah. Likes the son. Yeah. yeah uh, and that Herbert, raspy Herbert. voice. Yeah. The, the creeper. Yeah. Yeah. He had the exact voice. I was convinced that he had, he was the voice for that character. Yeah. That's, uh, and I remember like reading, it's like, you oh, know, cabbage, this blah, blah, blah and vocal cord dysfunction i was like oh, whatever and i went to go treat him and then i get this voice but he hated everybody besides besides like me and my ci hated uh the doctors the nurses like this old man veteran and he just seemed like i hate everyone <laughs> so i'm not doing a service here that was but, actually pretty good that was yeah. <laughs> yeah and he would say and i remember he was on what was it lasix which is um it's, you know, a kind of water pill to try and help you pee oh, yeah. and that sort of stuff. And he's like, they have me on the 
the shit, I still can't pee. And he would always say that during a session. But this one time, he's like, I got to go. And half the times we'd go, he just couldn't get anything out. Just shooting blanks there. So I'd walk, bring him on back. Uh, this one time so i'm like all right no worries we'll go and uh he's he's there and uh, um so he's at the urinal and he's like standing and he's just like trying to talk and he's still like complains like i hate everyone i hate everyone blah, 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 this. and then he starts like looking down at his at his package there <laughs> and he's just like starts like conversing with it he's like come on come on and i'm like just trying to guard him like fake guard him and i'm starting to like laugh at this moment and then he gets to the point where he's violently shaking <laughs> like you can see his old little frail body shaking he's like come on you son of a bitch shaking it more than twice you're playing with it yeah <laughs> so at this point i'm almost on one knee like crying in tears as he's shaking this thing and sure as shit as soon as he, he he like yelled and said, "Come on, you son of a bitch!" The floodgates open, and you just hear it. Just <laughs> unleashes. It. So that was that was probably my most funny, most awkward moment I've, I've been a part of. I I I had, I was I was dying laughing. Um, but yeah, I thank him for that. That was that was that was the best minutes I used in, in the clinic. I, I definitely uh, cracked yeah. up on that one. Yeah, just reminded me of one. Thank God it wasn't me um, right. uh, as a student, right? Because that, that was your story as a student, right? You're in a hospital setting, right? Yeah. Uh, of I was doing, I think we did like the orthopedic floor. Like, so this guy had like a total hip, but he had like dementia. He wasn't there, right? And we go to transfer him, same thing, to the bathroom to go to pee. And like right when he goes to pee, Don just flips up and shoots right across between like my CIs here, I'm here. It just goes right in the middle, and we're oh, just geez. like the Matrix, like dodging this thing, and this is right. And I just see urine past my CIs' glasses, and we just look at each other. We're like, "All right, we're done here." Like we finished him up, and we got the hell out of there. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. Inpatient is, uh, yeah, it's something else. Yeah, we should. I have. couldn't do it every day. No, no. I mean, you get the last like that, but then you get where you don't because. get the close calls and. Yeah, it's on you, and yeah, I can't yeah. do it. Luckily, so, I, had, I, I haven't. I had a career where nothing, nothing got on me, and nothing. I had to like really clean up, and hopefully, uh, now that we have our own businesses, I'm fuller here out of that that woods there. Because I heard yeah. that's a pretty rare thing. I'm, from my understanding, most of my classmates had to do some sort of dirty work. Um, and shout out to the therapists that do do that on a regular basis, and all the other medical professionals, but. Yeah, not exactly what I signed up for. Um, so not my passion, none of that. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's a that's a that's an intense moment there. <laughs> so, do you have another one? Because now oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, mean, I, I can go for I, days. Do like I, know I, how I became a physical therapist? Uh, What's up? Due to an awkward moment. Um, I don't know if I ever mentioned the story on on the uh, on on the show here, but um found physical therapy via google search yada yada yada. i go to jersey physical therapy with mark rubenstein shout out to him for giving my my first opportunity and i was just shattered help out with towels hot packs whatever it may be and there was a bunch of us uh, like young people shadowing or aids and there was this one guy who came an old guy um 
kind of hunched over and everything like that and always wore jorts. Um, this is going back 2000, what my class of 07? Yeah, 2007. So always wore jorts and it was weird. Every time, like all the shatterers, AIDS therapists, was super, everybody had a good rapport with everyone would talk and you had a couple people, a couple like staff members talking to, to each patient. But when he came in, everyone went to like the other side of the room besides the treating therapist. And I was a new guy and that sort of stuff. And I, I never quite understood like why that was. And then um, one day, like he was on the table getting like his hamstrings stretched out. And uh, this old man, uh, well, he was, uh, he, he was going commando in that bad boy. And uh, <laughs> so I got to see a little foreshadowing what happens to, to male anatomy when you're in your eighties or so. And it was great because pretty sure it's Mark working on him. <laughs> and like, again, usually Mark is like, looking down talking and he's doing yeah. the stretch and he has to like he's like looking out the window talking to the guy and i'm just i i just looked to the left and saw saw it and so it's glory there and i was just like i got another thing that just made me laugh uncontrollably i was like yeah if i can if i can have that type of humor and everyone's laughing about it and like enjoy helping people i was like this is the career for me so yeah. um not saying that seeing an old man's uh <laughs> junk is what really maybe, maybe it is. the laughter that came from it is what kind of got kickstarted for me but yeah there is that's, something that's, about older men in jorts and not wearing underwear uh, i don't know I've, I've seen it too i used to work at a gym same thing like a 55 year old dude he was on a leg press and it's like what hmm. what the fuck's going on man what are you doing <laughs> yeah. you have to know you yeah. have to know that those suckers are out there yeah mm. Oof. What, what what other ones that you got i i have some like embarrassing ones like it's amazing we do a podcast and we teach and we uh well teach uh, have taught at universities and uh teach on our weekend courses and stuff because i've had some like i guess i guess it was social anxiety or, or what um two in one weekend man so you know uh you know cheryl we've, we should get her on the show she was a uh in our residency cohort her and i went to uh Manipalooza one year and uh, it was out in Denver, Boulder, Colorado. And this was what, 2013, 14? I think it was 14, May 14. So pain science was really, that pendulum had swung hard, right? Um, to that direction. And Adrian Lowe was one of the speakers. Um, so we got in the elevator. We arrived late. We got in the elevator um, at the hotel, like the conference was staying at. And Adrian Lowe like pops in, like we hold the door and what do you know, like Adrian Lowe pops in. Right. So to me, this guy's like, a, you know, legend. Oh, is that Adrian Lowe? Oh, yeah. oh my God. So, um, you know, I'm like, say something. It's just awkward. We're staying here, standing here in the uh, elevator. I'm like, oh, you know, are you Adrian Lowe? And he's holding this bag and he's like, yeah, you could tell he kind of didn't want to talk. Um, like he had probably just gotten into. Right. So he's like, yeah, I'm Adrian Lowe. I'm like, that was it. I did, I did not say anything else. Just, say, yeah, it was just I'm really brand. awkward. Like, <laughs> I froze. I didn't know what to say. Like, cool or nice to meet you. Like, I'm excited for your, you know, listen to you speak. Like, nothing. I just, yeah, couldn't, couldn't open my mouth. Great. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> and Cheryl was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> you derp. Right? So, <laughs> that that's that. Um, then later on that kind, I think it was after the first day we had like, you know, shindig, you know, they had, uh, drinks, a little happy hour type thing. And, uh, Paul Minkin is there 
And a uh, little, you know, later on, I get to actually meet him and talk to him and actually be normal around him. He probably doesn't even remember this, but uh, like we're just standing there. I don't know. You know, we're, we're like newbies. Everybody has been to this conference before. And, you know, we're trying to find out where our place is type of deal. Um, and uh, Paul comes up and he's just kind of like, yeah, like, how'd you like the first day or whatever? I was like, good. Like nothing else. That's it. We, stare, <laughs> we stare at each other. And then I just awkwardly just turn away from him, like <laughs> just like walk away, like not knowing what else to say. Just awful. Um, oh, and man. yeah, it was, and again, shows like what the fuck is wrong with you? Like <laughs> you talk no matter what to anybody, and like the two times you get to talk to somebody here, you just fucking freeze up. Oh, I'm man. like, yeah, like what? What do you want me to say? I'm like, it's Paul Minkin, right? Yeah, um, you know ordinary dude chill as hell obviously um got luckily got to meet him at you know some am conferences and and regis where i really got to get to know him a little better um but yeah it was just like what a swing and a miss man awkward just yeah so so those are those are yeah i was i was uh i was like uh you know tom hanks and castaway man i was just out in an island by myself there (laughs) So I think I've gotten better now. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven years later, I can actually go talk to some people and be okay. But yeah, man, it was my, my first year or two uh, was a little little brutal there. Yeah, it happens. I get it. Um, both Louis Puentadera and Chad Cook um, during I think it was CSM before I presented at AMP. So this is CSM. Both were walking in the poster section. And I was standing by mine. Louis didn't really really look, look too much at my poster or anything like that and i like i knew where they were and in both situations i did one of these like hey like oh i'm trying to engage you but i don't know if you want to be engaged and like kind of like tucked it back in it was bad with like t-rex Chad. arms huh I said you're a little t-rex arms yeah little t-rex arms uh, fitting for my costume this last uh halloween exactly um for any of you didn't know it was rex for halloween i was manipulating rex from uh, toy story uh, from, not yeah. any Rex, Rex from Toy Story. Toy Story. I wish I had like his voice that I could have just worked all day, but I, I couldn't do that. Uh, I should have just used the old man raspy voice. So it was probably close enough, but yeah, um, that was a fun day of treating. But yeah, in both situations, but like Chad, I kind of looked like you maybe at least read the title or something. Maybe I'm giving myself more credit, but he's, I was just like, eh, it was more one of those, eh. <laughs> like his sound like a little mouse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. 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 You're more just amazed, like, wow, these people really do exist. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we've been there, uh, done that, but it seemed like all pretty normal people and that sort of stuff. I talked to Adrian at one conference. He seems like a pretty nice guy. Um, you know, he, he gave me some advice, which was cool. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, it happens. But uh, yeah, some, uh, I have one last one. This was my first week of like clinical practice. Ooh, I, got, I got one good one after this. All right. And then we'll wrap up. Um, yeah. First week clinical practice. I have some lady who got like a total hip replacement. Uh, she had to be like, I don't know, fifties or early sixties. So we're walking, I bring her over to like the stretch cage that we had at the, the clinic I was at. <clears throat> and uh, she just like starts bawling out, just starts crying. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, can we just do some exercises? Right. Like, I had no empathy, <laughs> no, no sympathy at this point. I'm like, I'm like ready to go. Like, I'm just getting out of school. I'm ready, like ortho sports, like just, you know, let's go. 
And uh, so I didn't know what to do. I'm like looking around and it's funny. My, uh, my former coworker slash mentor, um, Diana at the time, she, uh, she's looking over, she's like, fucking what's wrong. I'm like, I don't know. So I had no idea what to do. So I just, I just put my hand like on her shoulder, like, you know, a pat, like it's going to be okay. Type of deal. Like thinking that that was showing empathy or sympathy at the time, I guess that was my version of it. Um, or what I was able to muster up at the time. Um, so yeah, so I go back and I was like, what, like, what was that? Like, that's how you show compassion. I was like, yeah, like just pat her on the back. It's going to be okay. <laughs> what else are you going to say? Be okay, like, sport. So, um, you know, clearly I had a lot of work to do, uh, on my communication and empathy aspect that, uh, Kyle Feldman is so naturally gifted oh, at. But, um, yeah, I was just like, yep. All right. It's like, you know, like a kid strikes out or misses a shot and you just kind of pat him on the, on the <laughs> butt as they go back to the bench. And like, that, that's kind of what I was doing there. Six year old replaced. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, why are you crying? Like nothing happened. She just like, I don't know where to start bawling. And I was just like, uh, uh, like help, help me. <laughs> I need a relief. Oh, yeah, bring in the righty. Take care uh, of this. Man. Yeah. One point in my career, I was, I was making, so many people cry just from like talks or random balling out. I guess maybe that patient got so comfortable with you. They decided to let loose was, um, and I'd always be like, I, I always took it a step further and gave him like a shoulder to legitimately cry on, but it was yeah, always yeah. mascara tears. And always, it was never when I wore a black shirt or a dark blue shirt, every yeah. time is a white shirt. So, um, at one point I was like, all right, no more white shirts. Cause it was literally like, always right here it's like makeup of some sort so it's like yeah, yeah. I'm done with this um, so just don't wear a white shirt and then they don't cry anymore yeah i mean i think that's what it was they, oh. i don't know maybe it was like they, they're marking me like a dog marks a <laughs> marking fire the and they're like this guy's fresh <laughs> yeah mine. But, uh, i got i got two stories unfortunately with the same patient um i think i mentioned the one before so big dan um this is uh this is this is a show of evolution and growth as a therapist. So I was not always a good manipulator, not say I'm, I'm an amazing manipulator now or anything like that. But when I was learning the techniques, uh the supine pistol technique from residency and trying to apply it um in the clinic, uh Big Dan was a corrections officer built like a brick brick house there. And uh he's super cool. He'd let me like do some things. He was there for his hip. Um, and, but he was complaining something about his back or something like that. And I was like, I want to do this, but he's big. I can always do it on smaller clients. And Tom was mentoring me and I always just had tough with the setup, getting, getting the, the hand that was on the spine itself. Right. Um, so I finally get it right. And he's, he was a larger guy than me. And I finally get, it, but like, I'm so close to his face that he starts cracking up, Dan. And I start laughing as a result of that. And I'm just holding him. And I, this is the first time where it feels comfortable and right for me. And I straight up say, I'm not letting you go until we're doing this. So it's just two grown men just embracing each other for like a whole minute as we're laughing. And um, Tom, I'm pretty sure Tom took pictures of it um it just it looked very very awkward and i, I was i finally was able to do it um but it was, it was very awkward it was the fact that i just would not let a grown man out of my hands because of two men two so, men sharing a moment there's nothing wrong with that yeah it was all right um if you know tom you know from our previous episode he'd always take 
like pictures of me like if I was on and was like doing a thing and like the patient's like leg covered my arm but it looked like I was like up there keister or something like that so I lived that moment for for many years afterwards but the, the same patient um so Tom's mentoring me uh he yeah I think um patient had a he had a we diagnosed him with a labral tear which in retrospect, I would have liked to have that again. But I uh, before that, I don't know if it was before the surgery or after the surgery, but uh, I'm working, he's still having hip pain. And Tom's like, you know, we haven't tried some kinesio taping. Why don't you try that? And I was just like, I don't really know how to do that. It's not something I utilize often. He gives me some advice um, down a track there. So I was just like, all right, I'll do it. And um so it was his hip and everything like that. So I didn't want to do it on a table in front of all these people. And behind the therapist desk, it was this hallway because we were in a building that connected multiple offices, chiropractor, a physician or dentist or something like that. So it was like a creepy hallway in the back that straight up was, you know, black hallway and a flickering light most of the time. So it wouldn't work all the time. So I take the patient there and murder hallway. Huh? It's like a murder hallway. Oh, yeah, it's murder, murder hallway. So and I'm like, all right, you know, I'm going to try this taping thing and got to get up towards your hip and going down towards your knee. Um, and, uh, you know, so, like, yeah, I need any access to your to, to that area. So he, he drops his pants and still has his boxers on and that sort of stuff. And, um, and so he's a taller guy. I'm on one knee. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm taping this and Tom comes comes around like he's just wrapping up a patient and then comes around and he sees me looking down the hallway the patient facing me as I'm on one knee trying to tape <laughs> so they look terrible look look in a flickering light hallway I mean it, it, yeah. it's an awful awful look something uh, that would be brought to the ethics committee uh, so uh yeah, I lived that one for a while, and I'm pretty sure, like, the worst part was was Dan was he was a he was a hairy guy, so the tape didn't even really stick, so it was almost for nothing. Um, shows you, you know, probably probably shouldn't go do much taping, but uh, yeah, that was a that was a pretty awful moment. Uh, I don't know if he got a picture of that. I hope he doesn't. I'm I'm scared if it comes up or resurfaces because that's pretty incriminating there. Well, Tom, if you're listening, feel free to send it to the emails or text it to us. Yeah. That'd be, uh, that'd be great. I'll make sure it gets into the right hands. <laughs> oh, we all have them, guys. Yeah. Um, embrace it. Learn from it. Have fun with it. You know, yeah. we're not perfect. Uh, you know, so all good stuff, man. Heck yeah. Enjoy. That's make. That's what makes it fun. <clears throat> about it is it worth doing it uh well that was a good one and uh yeah thanks for listening in guys and um i don't know any updates there brandon besides uh office two grand opening congrats yeah we you. have that uh where are we now this is uh well depends when this gets dropped and released um we have we have our extremity course this weekend which will probably be too late for that uh, we have uh, our semi-private course at perfect stride november 13th 14th that's actually a sellout uh, as well. And then we have our spinal manip course, December 3rd and, uh, I'm sorry, December 4th and 5th to wrap up the year. Um, that's actually almost filled out too. Uh, so if you guys are interested, definitely give a uh, sign up or DM me or, um, 
Jeremy for any questions or inquiries. We are working on releasing the 2022 course dates uh, as well. And if anyone's interested in holding a private course or semi-private course, please reach out to one of us and we can set that up. Yeah. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Thanks for everybody for listening in and uh, cheers. Yes. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Nips and Sips. If you liked what you listened to, please follow and subscribe to us on all major social media and podcast platforms. Please rate us on Apple Podcasts if you enjoyed the show. Interested in one of our courses? Go to www.iosmt.com. Interested in business and private practice mentorship and advice? Visit us at therehabcoaches.com. As always, feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions or recommendations, whether that be clinical or SIPs, at Manips and SIPs, at The Decent Doctor, and at Think Like a Fellow. Thanks for tuning in, and cheers, everyone.